You are listening to the Simply 127 podcast, an entire podcast devoted to all things James 127. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Fintress, and I'm so excited that you've decided to join us today. Hey guys, welcome to the Simply 127 podcast. Today's episode is part two of my two-part interview with my friend Paul Bokel. In the second half of the interview, we'll talk about the importance of pastoral training in the realm of orphan care and orphan prevention. Then we'll move on to ways that Paul has personally been blessed by caring for the vulnerable and helping others to get involved. Maybe for someone who doesn't know the lack of access to theological training, but specifically even for me in the last few years, how does that take care of orphans and widows and um, how do those two fit together? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll start with this statement that I believe to be absolutely 100% true, and I think it'd be very, very difficult to change my mind, although I'd be open to someone trying to change my mind, but I believe that the number one above all other uh, forms of orphan care, the number one form of orphan care is healthy churches. I think if you have healthy churches in a specific context— then what a healthy church is doing by uh, God's grace, if, if it is in fact meeting the definition of a healthy church, is that they are going to uh, exalt uh, the risen Christ. They're going to therefore believe that reconciliation, redemption, healing, all of these things are, are possible, not just in the end of time, at the end, at the last day, but possible in this day. Maybe not perfectly in this day, but but it's still happening. Jesus is still healing and, and restoring and, and reconciling. So there, there, that they'll have uh, they'll have a healthy understanding of the Imago Dei that we are made in the the image of God that will permeate um, the culture of a healthy church. And then practically speaking, they're going to be discipling men and women and children and young people. And as that as you have healthy men, healthy men are healthy husbands. They may not, uh, they're, they, healthy husbands who love Jesus are going to learn through healthy discipleship to love their wives, to stay committed to their wives, to stay committed to their families, to, to earn money and provide for their families, causing less opportunity for widows and orphans. Healthy mothers, even if they're single mothers, but they have a church that's supporting them in that, uh, and on and on. You could go with how a healthy church, so, so healthy churches need healthy people pastors. And so pastor training, where I've gone, well, to go full circle with this, Coming pastor training is orphan care. It's absolutely orphan care. And so um, we've had the uh, enjoyment of, uh, or I've had the enjoyment of being involved in some pastor training in Kenya um, through 127 Worldwide and Acts 29 partnering together. Um, some pastor training in Kampala, Uganda, through our church plant uh, partner there, and the deep blessing of um, just teaching and hearing the stories of and being taught by, in a lot of ways too, by these men who are leading churches in these areas. It's just un. There's nothing like it for me, and I would imagine if if you're listening to this and you're a pastor. Or a church leader, or even a professor, or a teacher of any kind, uh, it, I would say that you, don't don't um, 
don't underestimate the impact that it has to go into a space where um, education is not readily available, resources are not readily available, and uh, teach and train. The way these men responded, again, was incredibly humbling because they are hungry for good teaching. They are hungry for resources. They are hungry for training. And that's what they don't have. But what they do have are hearts that are deeply committed to, the, to Jesus, deeply committed to the church, tireless work ethic. Eager to learn. And, and upstanding character and just deeply eager to learn. And you think, uh, just think about the, that impact and think about the opportunities that maybe people present to you to do pastor training overseas. It's, it's, a, it's a great experience. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm a theology nerd and I was never against pastor training, but I didn't really see the orphan prevention, orphan care side until that trip that we went on together with um, Acts 29 and 127 and seeing, just like you said, healthy husbands, healthy fathers, yeah. the result of that down the road are less kids have to live in a home somewhere because exactly. families are staying together. So uh, I feel like there are lots of great theological training organizations there aren't a lot of people that i know who are doing that specifically in the lane of orphan care yeah and that's why we are uh 100 sold uh, our church in general is 100 sold on the ministry of of 127 worldwide because uh while uh you deeply while we while 127 leads with orphan care widow care care for the marginalized and the vulnerable they mm -hmm. understand the deep place of the church in that mm -hmm. which for us was an incredibly uh, valuable component mm -hmm. uh, in our commitment i think we've talked about this before but just as you study about the imago day what the bible says about how we're created in god's image how do you feel like that's kind of shifted your passion for all of these things that we're talking about <laughs> Yeah, I think that um, until you grasp that, like like truly grasp it, not at an intellectual level, because I think in particular, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a, a pastor, then you, you get it intellectually. You understand that conceptually. But until that grabs hold of your heart, like that you really believe it, to the in the sense of it impacts what your hands and your feet are doing. I, I don't think you can do orphan care. I don't think you can do widow care. I don't think you can care for the vulnerable and the marginalized locally or globally with any real impact. It just becomes maybe uh, pet projects that you have at your church. It becomes, oh, we know we need to be doing this sort of thing. But when you fully engage the 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 theological implications of us being made in the image of God, all of us as humanity, then there's joy in every opportunity to care for any image bearer of God who, for whatever reason, is being denied basic needs or being denied basic rights or being, all of a sudden that becomes your, your joy to be God's hands and feet and, and instilling in them at whatever small level some of the dignity 
that that the sin and brokenness of this world has robbed from them. And so it takes orphan and widow and care for the marginalized from being just a, something on a checklist to being something that is is a a deeply heart motivated and and joy bringing activity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why. So so start there. If you're if I could go back and make any advice to the, to a to myself as a young pastor, it would be before you even think about how you're going to meet the needs of your community, engage mm-hmm. the theological implications of the Imago Day, and that'll set fire to, in a good way, set fire to, to all of the rest of it. Paul's heart for orphan care and training pastors to lead their churches and caring for the vulnerable is evident. Now let's hear how Paul's heart has been blessed and changed by this ministry in his own life. I think even listening to you talk, um, yes, you've had a lot to give and to offer to these people that we've been partnering with for years now, but talk a little bit about the blessing in your life and how your life looks different and the family you now have in East Africa and all over the world. <laughs> Man, I... God's kindness in that is mind blowing. Uh, we have a, a goddaughter in Uganda. To even say that sentence is there's so much grace and goodness in that. It's a sentence I never would have thought five years ago, six years ago. It would have not even been something I I would have said I need that or want that. I say that's just one example of the brothers and sisters and camaraderie uh, that has been opened up globally. There are men that I pray through pray for through tears, Jeffrey, Peter. Uh, B-dubs, other pastors I've met through the uh, pastor training that we had. Can you, men, men I, I weep for as if they were my own brothers. That's profound. That's only through the strong bonds of Christ. Um, only the gospel can do that. But that wouldn't be... Uh, that wouldn't be here if, if if we hadn't gone. If there hadn't been people in our life, people like people that are cut from the same mold that you are cut from, Sarah Beth. People like my sister. People like my parents. Who, when the opportunity was there to go, they didn't say, oh, "Are you sure?" They didn't. Uh, when when I showed uh, one of our pastors here, Greg Lucas, we got a, a, a picture of my daughter. Um with her hurt hand and it's, you know, burnt and possibly going to have to be amputated. And so uh, I already knew the answer was yes, but I'm like, the godly thing to do is to seek wisdom. They're asking us if we would be interested in adopting this uh, injured and disabled and orphaned girl. And I called up one of our pastors. He wasn't a pastor at the time. And I texted him a, a picture of, of our daughter Phoenix Juliet and it's brutal picture. It looks very hopeless. It looks like an amputation is inevitable. 
And I said to him, I said, what should we do? And he said, go. Go. It was that simple to him. He's a man who's lived it himself. And people like that said go. People like Sarah Beth Fentress, people like Greg Lucas, people like Harry and Lydia Bokel, people like my wife when I didn't want to go, and people like me to my wife when she didn't want to go. And through that, God has opened up to us such a wide door of of ministry and impact and friendship and brotherhood and sisterhood and partnership. And so go. I, that's what I would say. <laughs> Just go. If you haven't gone, go. And if you have gone and that hasn't maybe been worked out yet in your life, go again. Go somewhere where, keep going and go to the same places and expose yourself to the same people and let God work in you that that bond that is sacred and, and will last not only to my last breath and but to you know every tribe tongue and nation we, worshiping we all get to presence. spend eternity together absolutely <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> um one more just kind of practical question yeah. we could try to lay in the plane but um we're talking i feel like your perspective as a pastor can offer a lot of insight so someone is where you are were eight years ago what are yeah. some just starting resources, books, encouragements you would say to someone who's a pastor who's getting ready to dip yeah. his toe in? Uh, Imago Day already. Get on somewhere like Desiring God or or together uh, the, or the Gospel Coalition and just do a search bar, Imago Day, and, and read on that and listen to that, you know, or, or, or wherever, or a, a pastor that you trust and um, or a blogger or whatever you trust and just kind of immerse yourself in that the theological implications of, of that, um, do a Bible study, get a book, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then practically in the areas of, I think, justice and orphan care, there's, there's a lot of great books out there. The first one I picked up was when helping hurts. I think that that's an incredibly imp- important work, uh, that gets you thinking about a lot of things. And so I would definitely recommend reading that book, uh, especially if you've yet to get involved globally, that's going to kind of caution you against some things some mistakes you might make, some ways you might do more help than, or more hurt than mm-hmm. good. Um, books like Generous Justice by uh, Tim Keller in Pursuit of Orphan Excellence, McFarland. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have on my list here? Uh, Orphan Justice by Johnny Carr. Uh, different works like that. Yeah. Your pastor, Tony Marita, Orphanology. Uh, that's a great book. Uh, you're welcome, Tony, for plugging your book. Um, but uh, Give yeah, a little shout just kind of get, get yourself educated. And then uh, from there, uh, so before you even stick your toe in the water, make sure you understand the Imago Day and make sure you understand some of the ways that orphan care, uh, mercy ministry can go wrong so that you don't make any of those mistakes because you can actually hurt things worse than you help things. Um, and then just come alongside somebody. Somebody like 127 Worldwide. Now, you guys are the – and I, I'm on the board. I'm biased. <laughs> You're one of my best friends. I'm biased. Um, we're financially involved and, and physically involved, so I'm biased. So I definitely think 127 Worldwide is the best organization that's doing what you're doing, but it's not the only one. Um, but I would say, instead of trying to create it all yourself, as as we alluded to earlier, come alongside someone like 127 Worldwide or another organization, an organization that you trust that's already investing, and just get your people to go, get your people uh, aware, uh, raise their IQ 
of what's going on around the world. Um, but not just there, but also your community as well. And just get the, I like get the IQ up. Raise the justice IQ yeah. in, of your church. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, can you just let people know where they can find you if they want to reach out, if they have questions? Yeah, absolutely. So we are uh, Redemption Church in, in Huntington, West Virginia. So uh, if you're interested at all in, in Redemption Church. And then uh, Bokel is my last name, B-O-E-K-E-L-L. And so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just There's not very Bokel. many of us out there. <laughs> yeah, so it's just at Bokel uh, everywhere. Um, so yeah, you can, you can connect with me personally there, or you can connect with me through, through Redemption Church. Great. Thanks so much for your time. I always love chatting with you. Absolutely. You're welcome. Check out our show notes at 127worldwide.org forward slash simply 127 podcast. And tune in next time to learn how others tangibly live out James 127 every day. 